Hello, everyone. Asha, are you there? Hi, Q. Happy day. Hi, Q. Again, our favorite board game. Welcome to <laughs> Project Review with Q. Um, let's say the solutions inbox for the universe, wouldn't you say? Love it. That's exactly true. It's the universal love box, and let's do this. Um, uh, I have a couple items I wanted to talk about today, but would you like to start first so I can get up to speed with my topics, or how would you like to play today? I love it when you start. Okay. Um, I was, uh, I'm going to go through um, a couple sandboxers and um, uh, performers today. Uh, I'll have more uh, invitations going out this week again, so make sure you keep your subscriptions going so I can keep in contact with you. And our folks can uh, make sure uh, we're supporting and, and helping here as we go forward. But I'm working uh, due diligence to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work. And I'm getting a few things done here. And I want to talk about that first. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is um, in our dialogue with the, not only the uh, sandboxes, conceptions uh and the performers i've gotten to meet a lot of interesting people and become aware of a lot of interesting uh dialogue around our planet and uh one of them that i've always been passionate about and may have been geographically challenged at time was um uh the way in which our our, our assumed governments have colonized continents or at least the governments we have uh, inherited and we work with, we assume we work with. Um, it's been a great privilege to work with uh, uh, Polynesians, uh, people of Hawaii. Uh, but this one, this last week, was incredibly personal to me. Uh, and this is in regard to the legacy uh, tribes and aboriginals of, of uh, Australia, and in this case, Northern Australia. And I must thank my um, dear f mechanical friend and uh, civil friends out of uh, Greater Perth area for helping me uh, get a hold of um, some uh, Aboriginal elders. And I had the uh, great, great honor of going to the TV Islands last week and starting to understand the politics there. And in, in, uh, in, I am uh, calling out because we do have an uh, a, an Australian lawyer that I will be reaching out to this week too, and want to strategize on how um, we get the story straightened out a little bit here in, in many of the places. You know, I've I put uh, I made sure that uh, Captain Cook and the gang uh, did did a lot of work in their day, and we got to turn this around. And <clears throat> in in my assessment, anyway, and that's what the the draw to Project Q is. The more we all have the same end in mind, the same goal in mind, the faster these things happen in the universe now. So if we all uh, don't appreciate apartheid, as an example, we're going to change it because more of us don't appreciate it. If we all don't want to use the U.S. dollar anymore, we're not going to. It's just that easy. The more momentum we get, uh, I know I'm a broken record on this, the more we see the end in, in, in our mind, the more it actually shows up. So in this case, there's some great politics uh, around the, the Aboriginal people. And it's a very old culture there that can't be standardized with just the Aboriginals. 
They're very old, don't get me wrong, but there's been a lot of races. If you look at in, in the greater uh, Lemurian continent, you will see that this was uh, more or less the birthing center of your planet, at least for mammals. Even to this day, a uh, huge, huge, uh, I'll call them herds because I think it's more fun to call them herds, herds of humpback whales go up and down that continent, just like on the Alaska and the Pacific, on the other side of the Pacific. It's a birthing area for much life. Um, and of course, that's why it's attacked so incredibly by, used to be a very dark uh, queen. It's no longer uh, doing that anymore. But in any event, what I want to get at is uh, when I started listening to people and its relationship, it's assumed that um, the the compromisation was uh, revenue back to the people, much like they did it in North America. Here, here you go. You guys just shut up and build some casinos. Here you go. You guys get your you guys get your fifteen thousand dollar a month check and just be quiet. And that works for a while. And does similar strategy in Australia is okay. We're going to give you jobs and you get paid and you get monthly check stipends, whatever you like to call it. And by the way, we'll give you some area where it's only your revenue. <clears throat> That's not good enough for me. Um, because they're, they're lobbying now that, well, you get a seat at the table now and you get more rights now when we go to vote for things. Well, we didn't agree with your court systems in, in the first place. And we wouldn't have this problem if you guys didn't have court systems, et cetera, et cetera. So we, Beat that drum all day. Well, now um, uh, this is starting to pick up speed, like you may have heard me say before. And now we got we can make this a project, and I'm and I'm ready to own this project too, and and see who else wants. So that's my call out to everybody here. If if you if you have a passion for getting the straight story on, I don't want to call out Australia per se. What I'd like to do is the the, the government. I'd like to. Uh, my suggestion for this project is how are the natives of all of uh, these colonized continents and countries, how is it that we don't just flip them over again? So I don't want to call it any one. I'd like us to start uh, putting together a model for substantiating why uh, a continent is owned by uh, a family that doesn't exist anymore. Why did we vote the Queen's laws into place, as example, in Australia or England and so forth? So uh, whether it's maritime law or otherwise, I'm, I'm ready to make a model, a template for sovereignty for these people, uh, whether it's uh, Cook Islands, Tahiti, uh, New Zealand. I don't, all of them, uh, I feel their, their case, the, the case study on them is unique, don't get me wrong, but I feel the messaging and the opportunity to flip uh, these uh, legacy <clears throat> European, uh, uh, let's say, let's be let's be nice, a little nice here. These the the the, the way in which uh, these individuals have been abducted, it needs to be standardized. Now we we right or wrong here is my assessment, but a little long winded. Forgive me. All right, next subject. So anyone that has a passion for that, please. Send in a project there. Uh, I'll need a lot of help. I am going to call a few people again this week. Uh, next update, um, Ocean Track. I promised an update there. Ocean Track. I am uh, 
literally looking at the first vessel in survey right now. And she sleeps 20 young children, beautiful children, and five crew. And she's about 35 meters, and she's an ex-training vessel. And I, I feel I'll have a straight answer for you by the end of the week, whether or not she is going to uh, be uh, incorporated in the Ocean Trek uh, package. But what's interesting about this vessel is it was uh, it's rigged, uh, uh, rigged uh, heavily rigged to support shipping containers and or cars and vessels. And uh, so it can go to work um, with maybe moving maybe Asha's house across the world. Maybe you can just put your house on my boat and I'll just move you to Hawaii. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a great platform to put uh, someplace remote. And I feel this one is probably going to start. Drum roll, please. If you look at... Fenders Island above Tasmania or King Island, somewhere in there, but maybe maybe somewhere maybe somewhere maybe somewhere else, but probably Greater Tasmania is my assessment. What do you think about that one, Asha? Well, you describe it so beautifully; it sounds wonderful there. I want to move there. Are you still there? I'm still here. Thank you. <laughs> it never fails never fails i get a distraction when i get rolling here um yeah so that that's good news and so um it's the reason i want to uh, uh bandstand a little bit on ocean trek is because the way um i've watched it progress hasn't been perfect and has been perfect at the same time so as an example um I haven't found one person that does not like my idea of Ocean Trek. Okay, so as a group, all of us say, so however many people we have in PRQ now, and listen to the shows, uh, wow, that's a great idea. I want involved in that. Okay, what do you want to do there? I, I want to polish the wheelhouse windows. Okay, great. All right, so now how do we represent everyone's passion when it's just one person looking for the resources? So we can apply this to, to farming, healthcare. Uh, healing, et cetera, et cetera, manufacturing. All right. So what I want is I want to go find a vessel that supports everyone's input they've given me. And I've, and I've got a lot. And I want to do it multiple times. All right. So now I'm going to be the guy that can find the tool. So I find these vessels and the ones that are like from a one to 10 or about a five or six, they, they seem like they would suit the purpose of everybody's but something goes a little sideways with uh either the vessel isn't as good shape as the guy promoted or just not quite a good fit or just a lot of weird tweaks to it and then all of a sudden uh it may not complement everyone's passion as well but it's a it's 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 a boat that's in a good location and it can get a lot of people in there but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this golden gem shows up and the whole world stops for me to go look at it. Like somehow, some way, all the resources, everything just shows up. And 
now I feel I can proof that, explain it in words, and show you how to do it. And there's a lot of sequence of events uh, along with this dialogue. But I'm, I'm real sure that I can proof the way I've done it now. And as it moves forward, watch the people who show up to join me. And they'll have the synchronicity of getting to where the boats are somehow, some shape or form, just because of the horsepower behind their passion, whether it's homeschool groups or uh, scientists that want to do private work or, or just people who want to have a vacation. Uh, it's really fascinating to me to watch it um, get momentum because of all of you. Pretty fascinating when you say Asha. And it's really beautiful to watch it all unfold with you. Um, I don't know. I'm not always the best dancer, as you know, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel this is, should be getting easier for everybody. And I look forward to in the healing groups getting, if I can get a compartment there and do the one-on-one work or group work. And so that's my great encouragement. Um, it, we will start as, as I get settled down here, we'll start publishing the steps that I took from my heart instead of my head. And that's what I'm really a little long witted. Sorry that I, uh, that I'm prepared to, to discuss now is when you do use your heart, all of a sudden these things show up and we used, uh, you said he ranch, I think last time, but, uh, recognizing how you do it from your heart and your mind seems to be the great messaging uh, I need to work on and we all can work on now is what is it when, you know, when I, when I ask uh, Lucia Nicole Evans, what is it that's happening to us that we can explain that's different than when we use the mind? Would you have an opinion, Asha? A long one. So I'd love to hear what Lucia says first. Well, she, so she holds her space. She makes space and observes it. So it doesn't have to be, you can't name it. You can't touch it. You can't really uh, shape it. You hold space for the intention to create an intention almost. Okay. So I'm excited. Doesn't exist yet. If you're just in a perfect space, peace, right? Then the step moves forward because you're slowing it down, recognizing it, and then doing it. Does that make sense? Yes. Is that how you do it? Yes. And so I was doing it naturally. And and I realized with your help and others saying, you know, nobody understands a word you're saying. And I don't understand a word you're saying anyway. And I'm like, well, you just use your heart and you go thin. Like, okay. And I didn't realize, dude, I didn't realize I was did it naturally and nobody else was. And so now uh, part of that component is I'm doing less choices now so I can prove diagnostically how to get people to stay there. And the best way I have found um, is to command your spirit to take the thoughts in your head and put them in your heart. And when you do it, how come you don't stay there? That's the best I have found until I can get taught another way. 
And so once you take the thoughts in your head and put them in your heart, those choices are actually broader, way broader, because it doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't have rules. It doesn't have regulations. It doesn't have doubt. It doesn't have fear. It doesn't have guilt. It doesn't have greed. It doesn't have lust. It just has desire. Does that make sense? Yes, and there's something else that doesn't have any of those things. <laughs> what? You're setting me up, I know. <laughs> the, the easiest and most fun way I have found to create is to be a child. I'm a little kid, and I'm so excited. And as a little kid, we have no limitations. We can do anything, and then it, it all comes together. Yeah, that's why you call me the Q-ster to remind me to get off the slide, <laughs> so it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Of course, I'm, you're always going to turn me into your little brother somehow. I know it. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that's the best I can do. And and now now we have we've got a couple models. Now we, you know we've got the healers uh, rolling with a couple models. We've got the farmers with a couple models. Now they're gonna they're gonna be very unique to each individual, but you're gonna find there's gonna be very a lot of similarities. And that's, that's what I'm excited about these next, next rounds that we get pushed through here is because uh, we want to, we're, we're working when we want to, how we want to, and it's really fun. And that's my encouragement for you and, and just keep banging on our door. And then uh, I, I'll, I will go as long as you all want to go. So and anything from you, Asha, otherwise I had some other items I might do. Thank you. I just wanted to point out that uh, the one, the boat you're looking at has an incredible wheelhouse, which would be a really great space for kids to learn. And you've got a lot of groups that want to do that. Yeah, this is a training facility. Uh, and I, I, um, I'm thrilled about it because uh, it does have educational classrooms. And so that also taught me that that's most likely what ocean trek started with and has the most desire from uh from you all and or the people that uh, uh are inspired to get out on the water safely and in remote places as an example and then as an example an, another example uh the mermaid uh she's getting very excited about a, a vessel that has uh, birthing suites and uh, raw water births uh, salt water births in beautiful caribbean waters somewhere or 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 South Pacific waters. And so that boat, obviously it's passion and the people that want to do that, those boats are going to look different. I, I will assume have no idea what they'll look like, but we will move on to, to her excitement next and see how that works. Um, it's just so thrilling to me to, to remind us that we are children that you're well done, Asha. And so to have a wheelhouse that is a classroom teach people how to tie a knot on a chalkboard and and navigate at the same time. And to to be, I I always felt when I was at sea, it it was just awful being up in the wheelhouse all day. I loved it. I always loved it, but no one was up there with you. (laughs) So it's just thrilling that people can participate and learn to stand and watch, um, get their hands a little dirty. And by the way, get to go home and do it next year. And so I just can't wait to be that person and do project review on the, in the wheelhouse, and we get some good videos too. Wouldn't that be fun? And then we'll, we're going to make Don get out of the studio for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Be the be the the the, the boat, the, the radio boat. Um, but anyway, anything you want to chat chat about? Well, 
Also, we have maybe five or six times the amount of people that would, that are interested in Ocean Truck that would fit on this boat, for example. So let's encourage more and more people to do exactly what you're doing. Be playful. Find the, the boat that you want that's going to coincide with how you want to do your Ocean Trek and start to tell us what you found and start to tell us what you want to do with that boat. And we can put you together with people to help make that happen. So, you know, Q just uses his heart and we all have a heart to use. So he's found this incredible boat. He's going to be playing with it tomorrow, maybe. And that happened intrinsically. So everyone can do that. And again, there's so many people interested in Ocean Trek. We have enough people to have already maybe six or seven boats, correct? Yeah, it would seem to me that, um, seem to me we, we were, the, the Pacific side seems to be the most popular because we understand that geography. So a lot of people are from California or Mexico or North America, uh, Hawaii and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, I feel that is just booming and it's going to complement uh, the spirit ranches, I'll call them the spirit ranches. Gosh darn it! And the uh, and comedy clubs, uh, all the all the summer camp models and spiritual awakening models, self realization models, all complement Ocean Trek for me. As uh, nothing better than to have twenty, thirty small cabins on a beach somewhere where you can go collaborate, explore the explore nature and. Uh, pretty soon, maybe we'll find someone who has a 747 passion. You know, we can get some people flying around and so forth. Anyway, the uh, the momentum is not slowing down, especially, uh, you know, you keep posting. Uh, thank you for the spirit.space, correct? That's correct. And now you're starting to see. So you got to remember when Asha and I start working on this, it's just, I don't even know if Asha's really excited about it. She goes, that's a great idea. That's cool. Maybe when I get five minutes, when I'm not working, I'll throw something up, et cetera, et cetera. Now look at it. And, you know, we just started conceptualizing what feels fun today. Sometimes I ask Asha, I go, Where, what's your five-year plan? And she says to me, she goes, I, I don't, I only know right now. I only know my excitement right now. Forgive me if I'm putting words in your mouth. I go, so what do you, where, where do you want to do this, this next couple of weeks? I just want to do right now. That's typically been your answer. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And so that's all I'm doing too. I'm just doing right now is the best I can do to explain it. And each time I do right now, another puzzle piece shows up. But it wasn't from thinking how it should work just looking for the next piece to go in the puzzle, I suppose is one way to look at it. But but it's been really fun and it's going to be my great joy to, to show everyone how to do it. We're going to do it a bunch of times. I'm going to grab some more projects as well. And then project Youth Q is uh, also intended to be your networking and collaboration. Um, So as this grows, I have now a way to put other trades and services together with you. And so stay tuned to my great encouragement as we ebb and flow here. We're going to keep this going for a while. And I'm in great honor, respect, and appreciation for everyone who submitted. And I love you all. And I'll keep going here. Um, Any other news you want to 
chat about, Miss Asha? Well, Mr. Q, I would like to point out that it's really fun for me to watch you continually incorporate more of what you love about life into Ocean Trek. And you love to cook. Would you like to share your ideas there? Oh, man. How do you know that? Yeah. So uh, one of the opportunities when you have a good-sized vessel sitting at the dock, uh, it's a tool. It's a schoolhouse. And uh, I find it great fun for uh, uh, chefs to be able to use a full-scale commercial kitchen and get our kiddos savvy at prepping food and understanding food, uh, where food comes from, et cetera, and complements our, our modern education system, I would expect. But it's not something I might ever really want to do full-time. Although I do love cooking, I do it when I'm excited about doing it. Whereas other people might like to do it more often, well, they can use the boat to do that and bring in the troops and having a big back deck, you know, having, you know, 40 foot back deck and throw out some picnic tables. We got something there. And why not? Why don't we, why don't, why don't we have gatherings there too while it's in at the dock? Uh, It's just so much opportunity to have education that our kiddos don't necessarily get every day, whether it's, Really, really, the, the, the opportunity I'm doing my best to explain is uh, when you're on a boat, uh, mortality, your views of mortality as a young person change. And so, as an example, the kids go to school, they come home, they have dinner, clean their room, whatever, go to bed, walk, wake up, do it again. They don't really have to take care of the house. Mom and dad do that. And by the way, the, the house isn't going to sink if I don't make sure it's taken care of. Uh, so as you can see, what I'm getting at, on a boat, this goes for adults too. If you don't, if you don't take care of this 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 girl, that's why they're all named ladies. On the water, it's not going to take care of you. Yeah, at the risk of being everybody's uh, mentor of of reasonability, but I, I'm being facetious that it's really fun to see mortality from uh, each individual's point of view. Because you take better care of things. You take better care of yourself. Uh, as an example, if you're going to sail somewhere for seven days, you better have 14 days of, of food and water. What if the boat, what if the boat breaks down, etc.? So you just take better care would be my assessment. Um, and it's, it's the proper way to trade amongst each other. I'm, I'm very curious at how we'll do that. I want to break all the, all the trade laws almost overnight if I can. Um, islanders to islanders should be able to trade with each other regardless of licensing agreements and, and so forth. So again, that, that blends itself into free trade, free bartering, uh, true, true standardized bartering. And then of course the education that comes with working with people that are different ethnicity is just endless and very very, very nourishing for me, at least. And I, I, the feedback I'm getting, it's very, very authentic to the way we like to collaborate with other societies. How am I going to keep going? I've been talking for three hours. <laughs> I have another question. Yes, uh, please. Let's say you love making breakfast and you, you are not going to use money. Everything is barter. So how would you barter for breakfast? How would you buy for breakfast? Um, 
okay, wait a minute. It, th- this is loaded. This is really a loaded question because is this in my family or is this out to at a restaurant? Well, let's say you create a restaurant on the boat and you're the cook. Well, instantly, um, you, we now let's, let's make it a restaurant. Okay. So now the boat doesn't have any food. If you bring food, I'll cook it for you. It would be one. And well, now how about the, the guys down the dock want food too? I don't only brought enough food for them. Well, if they brought their food, you could have a shared food system and a shared, uh, 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 kitchen maintained by the people who use food and it could grow from there. So not only are the people buying food, doing the prep work, cleaning the dishes, maintaining the kitchen, uh, they're also sustaining the, um, the donation of the food and or vegetables in this case or, or something else or vice versa. <clears throat> so what happens here is now the cost associated with uh, the assumed deliverable isn't even in the game, is it? It's not even a conversation, is it? Nope. So you're just – the outcome is the only thing we've talked about here. Uh, we like breakfast – we need breakfast to be cooked. That's all there is. And we don't have any chickens. We better get some chickens. Does somebody who has chickens like cooked eggs, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the way I would see it. Excellent. And you're not going to have, let's say you don't have Wi-Fi, but you're going to offer a greater connection. Oh, the, um, the water does an incredible thing to your body um if you take time to uh, stand in the ocean uh you can and probably need to go in a little deeper but if you stand in the ocean and you start asking the ocean questions it will give you the answers uh, because every water molecule molecule is talking to another one now, the reason it it doesn't do it until you ask and or ask permission is because it takes such great care of being in peace, neutrality, until it reacts to a situation, tides, wind, etc. So that's what's so amazing about water is it's always in a state of peace until it reacts to an event. Quite interesting, isn't it? So that's why... Um, a lot of our mammals are so aware is because as a school, they can communicate not only with each other instantly, they can communicate with the ocean, giving them the feedback. And uh, in many cases, this is the time of year we need to go breed because the ocean gave them the clues. I'll give you a micro microscopic example, but that uh, is fascinating to me because that's, uh, Tools that humans have, for the most part, forgot, unless you're a pearl diver or you live with the ocean daily. And it's a very authentic way to uh, communicate when you are fishing and you, you do need the, that sustenance, and that resource. Uh, the fish will nominate themselves to help you. And so living uh, below deck of a vessel helps uh, recalibrate your 
your natural tools to do that. Is that what you're gleaning for? Beautiful explanation. And also in the old days of higher consciousness, the mermaids would guide the lost sailors. Would you like to share about that? Yeah, it's it's dangerous, but I'll share it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the mermaids were very noble, very noble. And you still have uh, mer people on your planet, quite a few. And they realize that you've lost a relationship with them. And we'll get it back, though. Uh, but the mer people had the ability to, uh, when you hear the myths and mythical stories of mer people being able to go on land and at sea, what they're referring to is mer people have the ability to turn into a human and then turn back into their aquatic being. And uh, I think you've maybe heard Billy, Billy and Jane explain that. And, um, and that was what was normal for us uh, when we were mer people, And all of us, I'd say most of the population on this planet was a mer person at one time. And that's been taken away from us. Probably, I'd argue Lemurian time, you're starting to throttle that back. And, and it's, it's not a time, it's just a genetic change. Um, as an example, a lot of a lot of times you see whales beaching themselves. Um, I, I believe I've said on the show several times. Uh, that's them. If they see an environmental issue, they'll uh, work hard to die on the beach so they can make the transition into a human to right a wrong, as an example. Or they may choose to want to be a human. So when they leave the body, they'll inherit a, a mammal, mammalin. And so you're able to do that too. You're able to go backwards, forward and backwards, if you like. If that's what you want to call it. You're just changing the type of mammal you are. And so that's fascinating information. And that's my great encouragement. If we can get more people teaching, breaking down those myth, those ancient myths, and and no no better than having the children do that for us, huh? Exactly, and they might be able to teach us what the mermaids still do during a storm when they can talk to the water and calm it down for safe passage. Yeah, it's, um, those are all true stories. Um, they can do grid work. Um, whales can do grid work too. Uh, a lot of the grid work you see whales do is with harmonics. So all, all mer people have that ability too. Uh, so a lot of the times you see the whales pointing down towards this, the bottom of the ocean. That's them recalibrating, reconfiguring the planet in many cases and themselves. And so they consider it another being. Uh, forgive me. I, I'm sure I've said that one too many times. It's always enjoyable. I, I love hearing you talk about the ocean. Oh, I get a little skip my step, don't I? You do, Mr. Poseidon. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like... So it's 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 really pulling me, and I'll, I don't know that I'll ever be happier doing a PRQ show on a, on a boat. It'll just be amazing, and to have a bunch of little ones cheering in the background. Custer, Custer, come on, let's go, Custer. <laughs> so I endlessly want to be at summer camp, and so I'm looking forward to that and getting the other summer camps up to speed uh, so we have a place to visit. And uh, anyway, did you update any uh, anything else on uh, uh, 
any of the web pages regarding projects by chance? Uh, you always come up with these uh, people that can make bricks out of uh, oxygen and stuff. Did you find any more th- items like that? Well, uh, there's one video on there we haven't spoken about yet. It's um, Big Talk. And it's this beautiful girl, Kalina, who went around and asked perfect strangers very important questions. Did you see that one? Yeah, that was my homework. Um, <laughs> okay, do you are you able to play it right now? Is that oh. is that too tricky for you, Don, or or us? Or how, because that, that was just shocking. So my favorite one was the. It looked like everything's pretty much in Southern California. Is that a fair statement? Yes. The one that blew my mind is this: what appears to be the uptight businessman, suit and tie briefcase i want all of those every one of those people has got to go on ocean track with me no doubt about it but that guy he's the last person you thought he was going to flip you 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 didn't think you'd get that out of him did you right exactly it was so good he's he who what was the premise for it's called big talk forgive me big talk and it's on the for the spirit dot space and it's under inspiration it's the last one under that. Okay, so what what was the premise for it to start with? Because it looked like it was pretty organized, but now I'm starting to feel it was a little spontaneous. What, how did it work? The feeling I got was it was a project that she was given to come up with for school. And she mm-hmm. just went around with her camera and got permissions to use it on YouTube and asked all these different people questions. Okay, and so did she, how did she formulate the question? What was the premise for the question? Something that would get them connected to their spirit. So I'll ask you some of the questions. If I recall, uh, mm-hmm. what would you like to do before you die? Oh, I remember that one. That was so good. And, it, and every time she asked it to all these different people in different locations, they all went, whoa. Never put that one together. Yeah, they 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 were they were they were at loss, weren't they? Mm-hmm. What's my answer? Watch, watch. Exactly what I'm doing right this moment. I knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> there's, there's exactly the next moment I make the next choice. I just don't have. I, I do remember. Uh, and fully implanted where I go one day, I'm going to go to Hawaii or something, some zealous goal that didn't really make any sense except self-service. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't had that. Uh, uh, I haven't had that uh, hindrance in, in a very long time. And that's my great encouragement not to make uh, light of me, light of the light as I call it. But um, there was, there was almost no one that answered that way. Was there? Not one. Yeah. And they really had to ponder it. A long time. So this gal, what did she get out of it? What is she going to do with the material? I mean, obviously she put the video up. What can she now do? How do we put it into play? Um, do, you, do you know this person? Can we get her on, on a show or, or get her on a PRQ call? I, I'll look for her. Okay. So it seems like we've got something there where we can do follow. So we can either do do another round of it, 
or we could do follow-up with these people that got asked, assuming they got aware the video was going up and they could watch themselves. What can they do differently now to, to, to invert that to knowing what they will do for the rest of their life? Yes, and what I found really fascinating is these people, perfect strangers, opened up and spilled their heart and talked about the most intimate aspects of their life because someone asked them. So just because this person took great care and, and so she's a perfect stranger comes up. Do you mind if I ask you a question and videotape? Yeah, go ahead. That you're not always, you're not always going to get a hundred out of a hundred on that. Are you? But she seemed to get it every time. Didn't she? Everything on that video. It it was, it appeared to be received as a great compliment. She would ask them something very important about themselves. Why didn't I think of that? Gosh. <laughs> you do it all the time on every call. <laughs> Man, I should get better at this. Um, yeah, I might do a round of that. Um, my favorite one recently is um, when I, I've given the Ocean Trek narrative to several people and of course we reference q on there as the you know the deliverables and the people go who's q oh he's he's and i'm saying this to these people who have no idea about the radio shows so forth so oh it's it's a, a passionate person within our group in ocean trek just loves to help kids and do this and that and q's greatest excitement has always been to make uh, water camps and we want to use big boats to do it with and so forth. Wow. Who's this Q guy? He's just uh, this guy. He's this great guy. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, you should get on the show. You know, one of, one of his friends has this webpage called for the people.space and it explains what Q is and who he is and everything. You should probably read that once in a while and you'll get a little bit of information might help you with your life. Anyway, um, I could instantly incorporate her dialogue. I'm not so sure I like the videotape thing, but um, maybe we could make this, maybe we could make this go viral. Everybody runs around to everybody and says, what do you want to do the re- end of your life, the rest of your life, <laughs> before you die? What if we all did it at once? Wow. What That's would happen? A- that's a great idea. Well, look what happened to those people. It changed their life to be interviewed like that. It, it appeared. It really did. And, and that's my great encouragement, too, is if we would just get rid of the boundaries, it will happen. I, I just will never tire of, of explaining it because I know how powerful everybody is. And I, and, I, and I know you outside of these bodies, and I know you inside these bodies, too. But I we're so vast. We're so good at this. So that's my great encouragement is to, to keep asking yourself that question. That was brilliantly done. And now I don't want you to play it. So everyone will go and have to go look it up. So that'd be good news. (laughs) Thank you. And that reminds me, we have a lot of people on PRQ that just wanted to do something to help. And that might be one thing to do to go out and interview people, make a video, put it up on YouTube because what, happened when i saw those people is it accessed their spirit their spirit got activated and that's the whole point we want the spirit to come alive 
Yep. And then get them in, get them in the hopper with us and let's see what projects they come up with. And that's what PRQ is for. Sorry to be a commercial today, but um, is really let's quit talking about stuff and let's do stuff. You know, we, we, we owe it to ourselves. Let's, let's do what we want now. And, and that's it. Let's just do what we want now. And the, the gloves are off, if you will. These, these governments have, are falling apart right before your eyes. There's just nothing going on there. So you can do whatever you want now. I guarantee you. It's, it takes, yeah, it takes some alignment, some organizational alignment and so forth. But um, I, I'd say now it's, this is the, the time is just perfect for all of us. Well said. Thank you. Unless you're, you work for the IRS. Right. <laughs> well, it's their opportunity to do something fun for a change. <laughs> I did not think you were going to bring that up on the air. They've always been my arch nemesis. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about them anymore. Um, no one should. It's, be. Yeah, it's it's a funny group. Do you go to? Is that really your highest excitement to go to? to school and learn to be an IRS agent? How is that your highest joy? Is there like an IRS camp somewhere or something? I always wondered the same thing. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> you think about all the times you went into a bank and you go, so these guys just love banking or what is, what is it they do here? They, it just looks like they sit here with really nice clothes on and, and just help me go get my things that I need to go use to help other people. So I guess they're a service provider, but I don't know. But what is it? What service do they provide? They don't provide a service. So I lost the argument with myself when going around in circles, but that's, what's so fascinating. Of course, there's bankers listening to me right now, throwing shoes at the radio. But um, what I'm getting at is that it's, it's not going to make sense very soon. And you're, you're, it's not to be disrespectful. Uh, a lot of us have had to do a lot of things to survive. Um, uh, but if you do start studying uh, BRICS and some of the other models that are out there, I'm not endorsing BRICS or anything else, but you'll notice they don't have, um, they don't have an office. They don't have a middleman. They don't have uh, mission statements. They don't have rules or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll assume you've read up on some of these models. And they don't have a central bank to. Yeah, they don't have. Yeah, it's just you and the other guy is your means of exchange. Uh, what? How many puka shells you want? I want a thousand. Okay, a thousand <laughs> puka shells it is. <laughs> and, and so it makes instant fun of money right here and now is if we, uh, when we de, when we derate all of our, our money, um, it is exciting to me because we're going to realize we got, we got hoodwinked and everybody in an inflationary, uh, housing market will appreciate that. I assume, um, and it, it will be a little confusing at first, but, uh, once we realize that, uh, everyone deserves shelter and everyone deserves resources, um, uh, things will get a lot easier. I see. But you're in California, so you everything's free there. I know that. Oh, totally free. No taxes. It's just Shangri-La. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but at least you can drive fast. It's the only place you can drive fast is state patrol is California. No, there's Germany. The autobahn. Oh, that's true. That's true. And that's New true. York. <laughs> New York, Manhattan. You can drive as fast as you want and go through red lights. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good place to do that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, California. There's just so much potential still there. I, I know people yeah, lived there and not had maybe the best experience, but man, it's exciting to see people changing there. Is that a fair statement? It is so exciting. The people here are so beautiful and so loving and kind and passionate and excited and creative. And every day they're just smiling and it's, it's a very inspirational place to be. Yeah. Do you, do you feel the energetics have had a big part of it or is it the timing of when you get that many people in one area, I feel like the, there is some weight to the, what, what is the term used in the spiritual woo-woo club group, the thousand monkey effect. Wouldn't you say that that does have some play because more or less the, the, the scuttlebutt's going to start to sink in a little bit. The rumors are going to start sinking in and people are going to start to smell the coffees, not what it was before, huh? Well, I have noticed that the light that is pressing into us now, I've noticed the people in this area are very receptive to that. They're, they're very playful, childlike people. So they're very receptive to what's happening in the environment. And they're receiving it, and they're integrating it, and they're playing with it. So I've noticed that in this area. Yeah, okay. So do we give, uh, do we give Mexico back California, or we give California to Mexico? How are we going to do it? Since we're going to turn over all these, we're going to make everyone sovereign. Seems to me somebody took somebody from. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't that funny. Sorry, I was just <laughs> on topic. That it seems to me that that we have too many states in America. That's all I know. So I'm I am anxious to work on that one. Why we need fifty states in America? What what would be a solution to that? You know. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta pull the rug out. Um, look at all the revenue. And this is my great encouragement for someone to bring a project forward. Look at uh, all the, the the community revenue and look at all the federal revenue that comes from you uh, when you go to work and when you buy things and so forth. And look how much is wasted just from uh, the way uh, our organizational alignment is used. Uh, I'll give you one microcosm. We, we could start with education system and many others, but um, here's a tremendous overlap that makes no sense to me. I live in a town and I have a police officer there and a police department and police vehicles, police resources and jails in a County that has a policeman, police cars, a jail facilities, infrastructure and i have state policemen <laughs> administration cars vehicles etc et okay so in most american states we have three tiers of police wait a minute we forgot about the national guard the army the navy etc et okay so let's just keep it with the municipal level i know we're gonna run out of time here why is it that we need three different police departments in the same geography you can argue because you have a 
you have a state and all the counties make up the subset of the state. So you actually have states within states. And then you have cities within those counties. So you actually have states within states within states in my example. All right. So what value does my, my observe observation bring to the population? Can, do you see the value in having three different tiers of police forces in what is assumed to be one state? Can, can you find a connection there? What, where would there be value? It would be value for the bad guys to take more taxes, <laughs> probably. Yeah, and compar- and not align and not allow us to organize. So now, well, we got to ask the city guys what they want to do there. The county guys, you no, know, the county guys get their money from the, the your your property taxes. The city guys get it from revenue from the parking tickets, et cetera, and sales tax in the town in some cases, and the state gets it from from everything. <laughs> so. It's really so we can't stay aligned in communication. So uh, that's my big suggestion, how we remodel um, our municipalities in, in North America. So that's my suggestion. If we could get someone to come together with that one, um, I, I would be all ears. And I like talking to mayors and I love talking to governors, especially, especially the Washington state governor. Love talking to that guy. So. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's my great encouragement. If we get some people working on that one and that's my joke about him being in jail, but you can't hang out with Bill Gates and not expect to get in trouble. Sorry. I'm going to take some pot shots. Um, all right. We better close out. <laughs> okay. Um, I am so thrilled that I get to work with all of you all. Uh, please keep pulling on me and uh, stay tuned. Keep up the web pages. Send loves and kisses to Asha every day you look at that web page. And <laughs> it'll be it'll be my great thrill to do this again next week. I love you, Asha. I love you, Q. And thank you to Christopher and Kristen for all your hard work and your, your love. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Q. Thank you, Don. Happy everything. Hey, uh, I naz you. I naz you all. Bye-bye. I naz you all. Bye. <laughs>